Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And I'm joined here as always with Jake Circus of the Jake Circus Podcast. And this is the week eleven jungle talk preview. We're doing it early. Um, because our game's tomorrow night. Uh, still, I don't know about you. <laughs> well, first of all, tell them where they can find your stuff. We'll go through our our uh our our uh, stuff uh, the business we need to cover first. Tell them where they can find all your stuff. Yeah, Jake Circus podcast uh, Monday and Wednesday. Uh, NFL is on Monday. College football uh, on Wednesday. Well, our college football episode is going to come out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, uh, we did uh, mid-season awards, little hyper uh, hyperbolic awards on the show on Monday. It's pretty good. Uh, check it out. And uh, went one and one on picks thanks to Drew Aller and small game James Franklin. Just a mess. But I'll take the one and one. Still way up on the season on the show, and uh, oh. I haven't decided if I'm going to give out two or one this week yet. I have one. I haven't decided how many I want to give out. So by the All time right. we we get to that point, I'll I'll have to make a decision. Now you've given us some great. You know, if you had money line Texas Tech, um, you know, I know you only had us take. You only had promoted taking the points, but uh, I teased them. I was never. I mean, that game was never in doubt. Um, you know, I I popped into the game you know midway through the first uh half and it was already 10 nothing and i was like oh yeah they were up i'm up 21 i'm up 20 and a half to nothing i feel really good at this point i basically kind of stopped watching because that's uh that's a game that's going to come even if they even if they don't win the game that's a game that's going to cover so no it was yeah. a great pick um i i told you i liked the tech pick so um definitely uh check out jake's stuff and he'll have a winner for you at the end of this episode to give you um if you don't subscribe please subscribe this is a show by fans for fans it always has been always will be we don't sell you products we don't ask you for patreon money just subscribe to the channel hit the bell so you get the alerts tell friends about our 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 show please and um that's all we ask for support the channel so um oh give us a thumbs up it helps us out with the analytics so um I'm still numb on Sunday. I this is a game that has such I said it on Sunday when Riley and I did the recap. This game has such implications in the wild card. I mean, we almost have to root for Houston to win the South because we can beat Jacksonville. We still have a game against them, but we don't have the tiebreaker with Houston anymore. So we're better off with Houston being a division winner. Um and and we can get the tiebreaker against Jacksonville. Don't know if that's going to happen, but you know this is definitely one of the teams we could be tied with. We didn't get another AFC win. It's it, it's just this was a bad game for us to lose, and we had every opportunity as bad as we played um, to win the game. I made no excuses on Sunday show. I basically you know gave credit to uh, you know D'Amico Ryan's and the team for for coming in and with a good game plan and executing it. And Burrow's two interceptions, you know, were costly, you know, and a run defense. We'll go through all this stuff because a lot of it plays into what I'm not feeling good about this week is what we've seen in the last couple weeks. But what was your take on the, you know, how are you feeling after the loss on Sunday? Yeah, you you mentioned the word ex- excuses, and there's there's no possible excuse that the Bengals can make to to make themselves feel better about it. Uh, they they had no they it should have lost that game by thirteen that they had that they had no business being in the red zone to take the lead with under a minute left they they had no business getting a fluke interception of C J Stroud, um, there were an anomaly of of scenarios that that just went wrong for the Bengals in that game and it relied on the defense and the defense couldn't get it done and 
I, I've been trying to say it for way too long now. This is not a good unit. Um, at times, Lou has masked that fact, and at times, some fluky turnovers have masked that fact, and at other times, yeah. just historic, unsustainable red zone defensive success uh, has also masked that fact. And I think when they didn't get any of that, those three things, Lou didn't call a great game. Coverage was busting up and down the field for 60 minutes. Um, that's what happens. You give up almost 600 yards of offense to a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach at home. And yeah. that's just, that's just stuff that Super Bowl teams don't do. And I like teams lose, like they lose. But if, if you're going to consider yourself a Super Bowl team, you better fight like hell to, to, to shake that off and, and bounce back. And like, I can already imagine everything that Zach is saying to them in, in their, in their locker room. Oh, it was, it was one game. We know what we are. All this stuff that he says every single week and has said it for the last four or five years since he's been here. But the outside noise is important in this regard. And what the outside noise is saying is that they just went from going on a run to now having to, play shorthanded on the road in a short week against one of the best teams in the league to save their season. That's yeah. that's that's now what we're in. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no question. This this game, I mean, if we don't win this game, the division's out of reach. That's for sure. And we literally would have to to run the table to be a wild card. Um I mean that's kind of what we're looking at. There's going to be very little room for error. Um you know, and yeah, we have a tiebreaker against the Bills, but I don't think the Bills are there at the end of the year, to be honest with you, looking at the teams they have to play. So um, this is uh, nope. you want to restore faith, go go into Baltimore with a game plan and execute this week and win. I don't know that we can do that. Um, one of the first things I was going to talk about is how I was disappointed on a Sunday at our run defense. This was a beat up uh, offensive line that Houston had and and yet they still rushed for a ton of yards. We've given up over 140 yards to every team we played except the Rams. That's the only team that hasn't run for over 140 yards on us. Um, last week's, you know, that run defense doesn't give me any confidence going into this week against Baltimore. I just, I mean, what are your thoughts there? I, I mean, I said it on the show that they weren't going to hurt us running the ball. They're not a good running team. And the fact that they were gatching us with Singletary is unbelievable and gives me no confidence to go into the play. If, if they are even lucky enough to make the playoffs, um, they are weak up front. I mean, w without Hubbard. Oh, my God. Like Zach said it best. Like that is or I guess that was Lou who said it. That is an irreplaceable guy in run defense. And even when he's been out there, they've struggled. So I can only imagine what's going to happen when he's not out there on a Thursday. Um, probably about the same when he didn't play on this, on this past Sunday. It's going to be the same right. thing. Again, so much uh, against a team that is going to try to run the ball 30 times a game and not do it just because they, you can't stop them. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very worrisome. Um, there is some good news is, you know, two of their best players, are out as well. So there's not really any excuses. There's not really the injured player excuse because we have two guys out. They have two guys out. They actually, I think have a little bit more than that, but there's nothing official yet. Um, yeah. And... Well, look at who practiced today. Obviously we have Higgins uh, hasn't practiced all week, Higgins, Hubbard and Yosevich. So, you know, uh, we probably won't see any of those three. Um, Hendrickson was full practice today. 
So that's a good sign. That was a huge scare at the end of the game. On the last play of the game, they're tackling the football. We take a, a 50 yard field goal and we turn it into like a 30, uh, 30, you know, a 40 yard field goal because we give an extra 10 yards and then we throw the guy backwards and he lands in Trey's knees. And, uh, you, you know, scary moment. Yeah. Um, Hyperextended knee, limited practice yesterday, full practice today. He's a trooper. He's going to go, but that doesn't bring Hubbard out there. Hubbard's not going to be out there. Higgins isn't going to be out there. Um, you know, I like I said, it's it's hard to feel good going into this game. I just don't. I mean, uh, no, the fact that Henderson was full practice, that's like the one positive thing I can say. I, I, I don't really have anything else positive to say. Yeah, if 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 Trey wasn't playing, and I don't know how much he actually is going to play, so I'll believe it when I see it. If if he's out there playing fifty snaps, I mean, that guy is just. A, I mean, neither way he's a fucking tank. But like I, I, I just think it's would be unserious to believe that he's going to play the full game, um, unless they misread the diagnosis or whatever. But no, you're right. I mean, it is not. It's it is not hard at all to feel bad about this game and and just have low confidence, um, but it is a week-to-week league. Anything can happen on a short week. Right. Uh, Baltimore is also coming off of a heart-shattering loss. They also have injuries. Um, they've had multiple heartbreaking losses this year. They did the same thing last year. It's like it's a pattern at this point. So, like, this is not a perfect team. This is a team that's very talented and has, at times, looked like the best team in the league. So have we. Um, and this is just going to be one of those games where whoever's more prepared and whoever's healthiest at the end and is is going to win. And whoever has the better coach at the end is going to win. And at times, the last three years, that's been us. And at other times, it's been them. Right. No, that's it. Exactly. So um, do you have anything else positive to add? I really don't have anything other than Burroughs due for a bounce back. I mean, it is Joe and uh, and we believe in him. Uh, Lou's got to plan a better. I, I don't know. Lou's got to have a better game plan coming in. I don't think that we we sent pressure and it never got home last week. That was the thing. We were sending extra bodies in the second half to disrupt, to disrupt CJ, and it, we just he just never got home. And he made the passes. Um, it was it was a difficult game to watch. It really was. Yeah, it, they CB's interception. And you're right. This uh, that game we we would have lost by two touchdowns. Yeah, they got steamrolled up front on, on both sides and that is not where Baltimore is lacking to say the least according to PFF amongst Ravens and Bengals tackles centers and guards who have played who are starters um, the highest rated players go Ravens 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 Bengals Ravens Ravens wow so well, and that's just offensive linemen right no, and obviously I, I, Ronnie, and obviously Ronnie Stanley's not playing, right? But yeah, Ronnie so. Stanley was a not practice. Simpson was a, did not practice all week, and Marlon Humphrey hasn't practiced all week. So they have key players out as well. There's not going to be any excuses. But um, after after seeing what we did against Houston, I Houston's a team we should have been able to shut down the run on, and that's why it's difficult to be positive. I'm not trying to be a downer here. We're trying, we put together a realistic show. We tell you what we think. If you want to be told what you want to hear, go watch one of the other rah-rah shows that, uh, that uh, doesn't look at the facts and is just there to uh, hype you up. But we're telling you the truth. And 
you know, you and I are both gamblers. We both bet. I don't have a bet on the Bengals this week. Um, I don't have them on my, I just don't know. Maybe I make a second half bet. Maybe I do something in game, but usually I'm going into the week. The Bengals and the Ravens killed all my, all my parlays and teasers last week. So uh, including that brilliant Texas tech pick of yours that went by the wayside on Sunday when, uh, when we didn't uh, win the game. So, um, and I'm not putting any blame on Tyler Boyd. I want to tell you, Tyler Boyd had a great game. We wouldn't have been down the field if it wasn't for Tyler Boyd. Would it have been nice if he had caught it? We probably do steal that win. And when I say steal, I do mean that because they outplayed us most of the game. Um, but uh, the, the big plays were Joe's interceptions. Th- that just can't happen. And I've, I'm afraid that the Ravens are going to get us in a position where Joe's going to try to be Superman. And... Uh, you know, you see what happens with Josh Allen when he has to, when there's too much weight on his shoulders. Um, you know, I know. Bum. Bum. I know. Cooked. Well, so, uh, so I don't know. So you have anything else to add? We'll can jump right into the predictions because the game's tomorrow night. You know, it's going to, the bottom line is, is who comes out, executes the game plan and, 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 and execution's important. The coach can put together a perfect game plan. And if you don't go out there and execute and you don't go out there and make the plays, you're not going to win the game. So. I mean, the only, the, the only thing I, I will say is I'm hoping we see a lot more DJ Turner and Jordan battle instead of Chidovia Wuzier and Nick Scott. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's no, I agree. I agree. And actually that was the bright spot in in our last game was, was Turner played very well. So did Dax Hill. Dax Hill had an amazing first half. Unfortunately, um, you know, the Bengals, uh, the rest of his team didn't show up, but, uh, but we did have some good performances, especially out of Turner who they tried to pick on most of the game. So he's looking better and better as the year goes on. I'm really, really loving that, they, that draft pick. They, they need to put battle out there. It's yeah. Nick Scott is horrendous. Um, and, um, DJ Turner's been good too. Chidobia Wuzia looks more unplayable every single week. Yeah. Um, you think it's related to his injury last year? You just don't think he's come back to where he was, you know? So I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, I do too. So, all right. You want to do your, oh, first of all, do you want to give us your pick? You want to give us your yeah. pick? Uh, we're going to do, we'll just stick with one today. Uh, we are do. What is the actual line right now for this game? Ooh, I don't know. All right. Uh let's give out um all right. It is minus two on Fando. All right. We are going to go to the Pac 12 and take the Beavers of Oregon State minus two against Washington. You might say, Jake, you're betting against an undefeated team as an underdog. Why do you think Oregon State is favored? That is a fishy, fishy line. Um, home. Let's see if I remember this trend. I found it today. Home favorites against undefeated teams in week eight or on are 68% uh, against the spread. So give me the Beavers. I think Washington's been due for a loss for over a month now. Right. I think they get it. This is Oregon State's last ever Pack 12 home game. That place is going to be rowdy. Right. They're going to want to kick Washington out while they can before they go to the Big t- uh, the, the Big Ten. I think um, Jonathan Smith will have a big-time running game um, game plan for this game against Washington's awful, awful run defense. So that's the that's that's the matchup there. Uh, Oregon State beats Washington, and then we get some chaos. There you go. Okay. That really would open the door for Oregon to win the Pack. Go Ducks. So, go Ducks. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. 
and your bet on. I wish I was on your Heisman bet. I didn't see it. I would have jumped on it next time. I need you to text me and say, hey, I just put this down because I would have been all over that Heisman bet. Um, so, all right, give us your give us your prediction. Um, I don't know how we don't get blown out. I would be like. Uh, Alan Baltimore dominates us uh, 27-16. And, it's, and it never really feels that close. Right. So hopefully I have I'm a, wrong. I have us at 27-20. I had 27. That's the same number that you had. I had the Ravens winning, and I have us 27-20. And I'm afraid it's going to be one of those, you know, we're chasing the whole game. It's 27-13. We get a junk one on side. Don't recover it. But one of those things I, I just it's it's really after and I'm not trying to be a downer but after watching the run defense last week I just can't I just don't have a good feeling and I want to be wrong believe me I was wrong last week when it, well, both of us were wrong last week when we said the Bengals were going to win well you know what I would love for both of us to be wrong this week but this show is a real show um you know, like I said, I, I it's hard to go into this game with any confidence on the short week. The, much like the buy came at exactly the right time, this game is coming at exactly the wrong time. Exactly when we needed a full yeah. to get ready, when we didn't need the Ravens on the schedule, here it is. So, you know, it's the it's the joys of the schedule, you know. We were we benefited a lot from the when our buy was and and we're able to use it. This is a horrible time for our, our Thursday night game, and it is what it is. So yeah, and just a just a quick note. Um, it seems like the betting public has much more confidence in the Bengals bouncing back from heartbreak than the Ravens. Eighty percent of the tickets are on the Bengals. Really? Okay. Yeah. That the, troubles the me even more because well the public's low key been sharp this year the public's at like sixty one percent this year it's been yeah ridiculous but here's the thing you know I had a friend of mine who once had access to lines where it he was looking at where a majority of the money goes late on Sunday night baseball because everybody's trying to get home and he looked to see where the money went and we always went opposite the money because Vegas was not built by the winners. It was built by the losers and all these people trying to get whole. So we were literally running 85% on the season, betting against the money on Sunday night baseball. So here it's like I said, the fact that the betting public, it, there's 80% of the tickets are on the Bengals. That troubles me even more because like I said, Vegas tends to usually win. They don't pay out on 80% of their cards. So that doesn't make me feel better when the public's behind it it's kind of like that poll on sunday night football you know or third sunday night whatever it is football night in america i forget what they call it they change it every year but when they say where the public is I, that doesn't you know i'm always like oh okay well that's just straight up to win they don't even do the spread that's just straight up to win right like, like america's pick is just who they think is gonna win right but uh so that's like i said i want to be wrong i want to be wrong I want the Bengals to win. I would love to do a recap. We do recaps right after the show, right after the game. I would love to do a recap, eat crow, say, hey, the Bengals shocked me. So I'm daring you. Bengals, shock me. Go into Baltimore, win the game. Lou, put together a game plan where we somehow have a run defense that's not giving up 140 yards or more every week. Um you know, only not to one losing team, the Rams. That's the only team that hasn't done it. Um, you know, show me, show me. That's it. So, um, 
Jake, tell them where they remind everybody where they can find your stuff. Uh, Jake Circus Podcast, Monday, Wednesday on Spotify. And then follow me on Twitter uh, at Jake Circus. Yeah. Uh, I will be uh, on a flight during the game tomorrow. So me and my dad are going to watch it when I get home uh, on uh, on delay. Okay. Uh, well, I will have either Heath or Riley or both on the recap right after the game tomorrow night. And like I said, I want, I want so badly to be wrong with my prediction. This is a prediction I'm making and I want it to be way off the tracks, but uh, you, you know, yep. it's going to require a performance. So if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It's all we ask. We do a real show by fans for fans. So hit the thumbs up for us, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you right after the game tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully it's a winner. Who day, everybody? Yep. Take okay. care.